Welcome back to Tiger Talk tonight here on KNEM and KNMO, our first winter Tiger Talk of the season. Appreciate you joining us. Of course, that means basketball and wrestling will be the topics each week all the way through the end of the seasons. And right now we visit with Nevada Lady Tiger basketball coach, uh, coach Blake Howarth, his second year as head coach of the Lady Tiger basketball program. Off to a good start, sitting at 3-0. and uh, Got off to a season-opening win against Mount Vernon last week right before Thanksgiving. And now have won two games this week and the Carl Junction Lady Bulldog Classic playing for the championship tomorrow night against the uh, Lady Bulldogs of Carl Junction. And, uh, Blake, obviously, uh, as an overview, things are off to a pretty good start. Absolutely. And we talked about this Monday night before we played Joplin, how we got off on the right foot. And, I mean, I've been saying it, I said it all year, all season last year, and kind of coming in this year, having the summer uh, time that we were able to get, we knew what we were capable of doing, and we, we set goals for ourselves within our program and what we want to accomplish. And, and you know, I, I told the guy last night on the radio, our, our girls are ate up with basketball right now. And so with that being said, it's because of them. They show up to practice with the right mindset. They get better every single day. And then we're playing good teams that are, that are pushing us and making us, us, making us better. And so, you know, hats off to our girls and how hard they're working. And, and I mean, our coaching staff, we're, we're, they're doing a good job too. So I, I like to thank them and praise them too. But I mean, this is what we've been capable of doing. Uh, and it started, you know, years ago with that senior class. And, and then these girls are just going to go ahead and grab the, the, you know, the reins and, and definitely just put their head down and, and go to the grindstone. First time we've had a chance to talk to you on this program. Actually, we did do a, a, a we did talk to you during the fall sports uh, Tiger talks on one night. So we spent a lot of time uh, talking about preseason and things like that. So we, we won't rehash all that. But uh, I am curious and uh, now after having gone through your first year as head coach a year ago with everything that you had to deal with with uh, COVID and everything else, and not that it's not still out there, but uh, to deal with or worry about. But uh, you never know when yeah. <laughs> you might get that visit from the principal. But at any rate, uh, uh, what did you learn from last? year that kind of carried you forward here into year two as a head coach uh some things that i i picked up is i mean just just doing the little things the fundamentals of basketball uh communication and, and just setting your expectations and and presenting those to the players and coaches of, of this is what we're trying to accomplish this is what we want out of our program you know it, it's a basketball program but we're trying to mold young ladies and not only that but successful young ladies and so any chance that we're able to put basketball school and life together we do so because you know basketball is a long season it's tough and so so is life at times and you know tough situations make tough people and, and that's what we want out of our program is is successful young ladies uh contributing to society and you know we, we have a great great group and we've been doing that for the last several years and so you know uh just the expectation and when you set that expectation you're able to just always resort back to it but then players and coaches know exactly what you're looking for and it doesn't matter if it's summer ball or right now in the season they know what we want and what we want to accomplish and, and what we want to do and so uh definitely something that i picked up there um but you know just just being there being there um for our players we'd use the phrase velcro because we got to stick together uh you know times were, were difficult last year and so to have some weight lifted off of us, it definitely has brought that team chemistry and bond. And uh, I absolutely love the way that our girls are, are playing and communicating with each other. 
Right now you're playing about nine players on your varsity roster. Uh, and even though you have three seniors, it still feels like you're a young basketball team. It really does. And I, I think that's just because, uh, you know, we, we're still trying to play catch up with, with the experience in different situations. I mean, you know, you look at Monday night against Joplin, a zone, very tall, lengthy team, kind of slowed down the pace a little bit. And then you flip the switch to the next night to Parkview, who's in your shorts man-to-man the <laughs> all night long. And it's like, okay, so now we got to be able to adjust to that. Uh, you know, we do have three seniors. We have three really good seniors. And, uh, you know, the I, I've been with those girls for four years. I, I had them at the JV level, and then they were with me uh, last year as my first year as a head coach. And so they know what we're looking for. Uh, but, you know, those nine players, they are freshmen through senior. And so uh, I've been talking about how solid we are as a core, and that goes to show with those freshmen, you know, sitting on the bench and getting some minutes here and there. Let's talk about uh, the games you've played. Uh, it seems like eons ago now already since <laughs> we had the holiday, but Mount Vernon you opened up with. We haven't had a chance to visit with that, about that contest yet. Opened up with a 43-29 uh, win against Lady Mountaineers at Wynn Gymnasium for your home and season opener. It's a Mount Vernon program that uh, went all the way to the state championship game last year in Class 4. Obviously lost a lot of talent off of that team. Uh, and uh, But you came out and uh, got off to a quick start, 17-9 out of the first quarter, and went it by a healthy 14 point margin had to be pleased with that being for for your opener yeah and I mean we talked about that Monday too getting off on the right foot uh you know Mount Vernon is a, a different looking team after after graduation and and you know that happens however they still return girls that went to the final four the last couple of years and so they know how to play they know how to win and they didn't shy away from us uh you know they're, they're trying to fill those shoes just like we have in the in the past and uh they, you know they still try to give us everything that we wanted they they, they picked us up they put us in tough situations situations and you know our, our girls continue even in foul trouble I mean we we set three of our you know three of our, our six uh that we we used that night fouled out and so we had to lean on some girls and so uh that was a great opportunity for them to get that experience and, and be in those positions however you know our girls never shied away they, they weren't worried about who they were playing they, they just want to play basketball and so that's what I love about it. You know, they're watching film and trying to figure out. They're asking, hey, who, do, who am I going to guard? Um, they're, they're trying to break down those people, which is, is nice to have. And so, uh, you know, that, that win on, on Tuesday night against Mount Vernon, I think, built that confidence that we, we, we were kind of lacking last year. And so we needed that. That was a great win for us, and it just continued on into this Carl Junction tournament. Carl Junction tournament got underway on Monday. Again, it's a three-day tournament, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday this week. Last day coming up tomorrow with four games. Uh, Nevada will play in the final game. We'll talk about that in a second. You started off with Joplin uh, back on Monday afternoon. Had the first game of the tournament, 50-41 to victory uh, for Nevada. Uh, as you said, you took on a, a bigger, meth- more methodical team who, by the way, picked up a 20-point win last yep. night uh, so against McDonald County. Uh, and uh, pick up that nine-point victory uh, led by uh, Maddie Majors with 23. Clara Swearingen had 20. But the interesting in Joplin, you had to face a 1-3-1 one, one, one zone, which you don't see obviously every day. Uh, so did you, you had to kind of specifically get ready for that Joplin team rather than just a, a standard 2-3 or man-to-man defense. Yeah, and I mean, I, I feel like a lot of teams are starting to go to a zone defense. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it is a 2-3 or maybe a box and one. Um, but it, it seems like, more, a couple more teams. I mean, we're going to see it against Seneca and stuff like that. Uh, but they're going to be in a one-three-one, and you know we had to practice that over Thanksgiving break and talk about it. And um, when, when you start seeing teams that jump in, in those 
random defenses. You don't see them every day. You don't so you don't practice them every day. We had to slow it down. And so in practice, I ran through every single offense that we could possibly run against their one three one. Took care of the ball. I mean, it was nice to see some of those girls. We didn't we didn't force a lot of things uh, early on in that one three one, and then eventually they end up having to get out of it because we were taking care of the ball and knocking down shots. And so, I mean, that that just goes to show how capable we really are of valuing the basketball on the offensive end and getting good looks. And I mean, that with the the five players and then Katie Johnson coming in off the bench. All, all six of those girls are very capable of scoring at any given time. And so, I mean, you know, our our, uh, our lead score is going to change every night. And, and that's a good thing to be able to distribute the basketball, but to have that many players that are able to, to uh, produce points for us on the offensive end. Yeah, and you shot the ball well, obviously. Eight trays uh, in the contest, six of them coming in the first half, and you got the 28-22 lead. You, uh, both Maddie and Clara obviously getting it done from the perimeter and, and again, forcing that zone to, to – they had to reconsider that to the way you were shooting the basketball. Yeah, and then once we got them out of their zone, you know, then we definitely were able to use our speed because they were bigger. And so, uh, you know, that plays in our factor. We have quickness, and we got to use that every night. At some point, we got to be able to use our speed, and, and our girls are very capable of it. But in, until that opens up, we got to continue to be patient and get good looks, and that's what we were capable of doing on Monday night against Joplin. You had to regroup a little bit in the third quarter because they did outscore you 11-5 to in the third quarter to get the game tied, actually, at 33-all going to the final period. So what adjustments did you have to make going into the final eight minutes? Just con- – to continue to be patient whenever they went to the man like I don't know if it was just because they set back in the one three one that you know it, it really slowed us down and then whenever they jumped out in man it kind of caught us off guard because we were, we were anticipating the one three one but uh you, you know I don't think it I don't want to say it sped us up but at times it almost looked like it did and whenever teams go man against that's what we want we we have the athletes to almost outman people at at those certain spots. I mean, there's always going to be you know one or two girls that are really good guards and able to guard ours. But you know, there's other spots that we have the advantage at. And so, uh, you know, like last night, I felt like we were playing to not lose instead of just playing basketball. And so, uh, when we started doing that, we started making silly mistakes. Uh, and so we're still we're still trying to lean, you know, on a sophomore and a junior just to t- grab the ball and take a deep breath and get us organized and slow down and, and do those things on the offensive end when, when things do get a little hectic. Uh, and we'll get there. There's no doubt. We're, we're very capable of it. And, and those two girls are very capable of that. And so that, that was something we need to do in the third quarter. And then in the fourth quarter, I think we end up missing nine or ten free throws. And so that was a difference maker there, too. We got to step up to the line in crunch time in that situation. We missed some last night against Parkview, too. And so we got to do a better job of stepping up, knowing, and shooting free throws with confidence. I mean, they're free. Nobody's even guarding us. <laughs> we we got to be able to step up to the charity stripe and, and knock those down. Well, fortunately, Clara Swearns made all six of hers in the fourth quarter of play, kind of gave and down the stretch. They gave you the distance that you needed to, to win by nine. Probably had you had even though they had two legit six footers down inside, you had some opportunities inside. Just couldn't convert. Just one of those tough nights uh, shooting from underneath. Yeah, we did. We missed some some bunnies early that that you like to say. I always try to resort back to that. Uh, and we did. We missed some of those block shots, and and that was tough. And I think when we miss some of those, it, it kind of gets in our head because when you're we were wide open at times. I mean, Katie Johnson was wide open at one point. Both times she shot and got her own rebound. Um, when we did those things. And with that wide open, we focus on not missing 
And nine out of ten times, when you're so worried about not missing, you're going to miss. Just just catch it and know that you're a good basketball player and you're going to be able to finish that because that's the stuff we work on in practice and we're going to continue to work on practice. But uh, you, you know you're, you're right there and you're on the floor for a reason. You're wide open for a reason. Just go ahead and knock it down and, and move on. Last night, moving into the uh, winner's bracket semifinals against the uh, Parkview Lady Vikings, 64-58. Nevada picks up the victory. Got off to a 20-5 lead uh, in the first quarter of that ball game, and uh, it was a cushion that turned out that you probably needed uh, because of uh, Tara Maston for Parkview going, coming alive in the second half with all 21 of her points in the final two quarters. But again, big scoring nights. This time, though, you get three and double figures. Uh, Swearingen 26, Majors 19, and Happy Hethman getting the double digits for the first time this season with 13. So, uh, number one, 64 points, good scoring night. Number two, uh, good balanced scoring with three and double figures. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, that's, that's going to fluctuate every night. Maddie was the first night, Claire the second night. But, uh, I mean, to go ahead and just look and see those numbers and what we're very capable of doing, that's good. Because and then teams don't have a chance to, to really game plan for just Claire and Maddie. And, you know, when Ab steps up and does stuff like that, that's good. Grace Barnes, she could easily get on it. I mean, she's a streaky shooter. And so if she knocks down a couple, we saw that last year, she's going to be able to knock down a couple more. And then, you know, Bailey's just a workhorse, and, and she's always flying around and grabbing rebounds and possibly getting second chances, uh, getting those block shots as well too. So, you know, everybody has a role on this team, and they understand that. And we continue to have that we, not me mentality, and, and that's what we ask for from our girls. Um, yeah, last night, Parkview, uh, number two, Tara. What, what was her Tara last? Maston. Maston, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think the first quarter we kind of rattled her. She had a couple turnovers. She had to start the game. She turned the ball over, and uh, then she had another one and slammed the ball. And their their coach took her out, and mm-hmm. and um, you could tell that she had enough. And the second half, she she definitely heated up. Uh, she's one of those guards that's in the you know the area to to look out for, and I think she's only a sophomore at that too. So uh, it, she showed in the second half what she's capable of and why she's one of those guards to look out for. And so, uh, you know, a little maybe exhaustion set in, uh, going back-to-back nights and, and playing that upbeat of a game. Uh, you know, I think we, we did get a little tired. And so, uh, you know, our girls still, you know, bent but never broke, and, and I'm super proud of them for that. As I was looking at Parkview's roster, as I was obviously doing the boys' game last night, one junior and the rest are all freshmen and sophomores. That's a very young basketball team you played last night. Yeah, they're very young. I mean, the potential that they have for the next few years is, is very bright. And so, uh, you know, she that, that coach has those girls playing hard. I mean, they're full-court press all game. And that they're going to play in your short and the shorts, and then whoever gets a rebound or a steal is just taken off the other way. And so, uh, you know, completely different mindset and game plan from Monday night to Tuesday night, and you you don't have any time to even practice that. You know, we had a, a quick shoot around, and then we did the scouting report and walked through before we left on on Tuesday night last night. And so, uh, you know, you, you can walk and talk, but until you get in and you know the, the live fire, it, you really don't know and understand the feel of the game. And so. Uh, they are young, but they got a lot of potential for the future. Well, you're in championship game tomorrow night. It'll be an 8:30 game, give or take a few minutes. It is the fourth game of the day, so that time could vary a little bit. But 8:30, they start time tomorrow night. And Nevada takes on the Carl Junction Lady Bulldogs. Carl Junction hosting their own tournament, looking to win their own tournament, uh, which they have had a habit of doing. Uh, and uh, got up to a first round win on Monday, 48-34 win over Neosho. Then last night beat a pretty good Seneca team. 59 to 42 and uh, the new uh, the first rankings of the season came out this week and they're ranked number 
six in Class Five uh, girls basketball. So obviously, it goes without saying, you got a good opponent you're going to face tomorrow night. Yeah, we do, and they were good last year, and they returned everybody from last year too. And so um, once again. Being able to return experience is going to play in your favor, and you see you see that in Carl Junction, but then also in their ranking being six in Class Five, and so uh, we we have we have our hands full tomorrow night, and we got to be ready for that. Uh, you know, looking what they did against Neosho, they played man and, and tried to speed them up, and they were able to do that. Uh, and then last night, they they played their two three zone matchup, and then at, in the second half, they even extended it, and at one point. All five players was above the volleyball serve line. And so they extended way out and tried to get Seneca to, you know, throw into the defenders. But, uh, you know, Seneca was looking for the threes. And so we got to take care of the basketball. And, uh, you know, we saw that we saw that Monday night against Joplin. So tomorrow night in the championship game, we're going to get we're going to get both games from Monday and Tuesday night because they got the Berge girl who I think she averaged right around 28 points last year. She had a couple 40 point 40 point games. Uh, she knows how to score. And so uh, we're going to see both sides. We're going to see them in a zone early. And then, you know, they're going to try to speed us up by extending it and, and making us, you know, get frustrated. We got to just calm down, take care of the basketball and run our offensive sets. Should be a good matchup tomorrow night. Look forward to it. Again, it's about an 8.30 tip-off uh, tomorrow evening. Uh, of course, got uh, a good head coach in Brad Shorter. He knows what he's doing. He's he, Just a couple of years ago, well, actually, probably got robbed of a state championship. Yeah, he did, I think. By uh, COVID. They were probably going to win that state championship, but they didn't have COVID shut it down a couple of years ago. But uh, year in and year out, he just brings about good basketball teams. Yeah, he does a he does a good job at Carl Junction. and I mean, that, that's just a hat off to him and, and their program. But, uh, you, you know, we're, we're also on the right track of where we want to go and what we're, we're trying to accomplish and so uh, we got to go to practice and, and have a good day of practice and, and then definitely uh, show up on on Thursday ready to go uh, you know in this game you could probably say we're the underdog which might relieve some of the the pressure knowing that you know Carl Junction's a really good team but that's always a great upset whenever you go in as the underdog and, and the potential we have and so we got to go in and just play Lady Tiger basketball well, obviously going in to win it but uh, you know we talked to off air the other day about the fact uh, last year in the same tournament you were playing the seventh place game this year you're playing in the championship game uh, you know that's that says enough right there absolutely that's what I, I cannot <laughs> believe I mean we're complete 180. You know, 0-3 last year at this time, playing the seventh-place game. But, I mean, that that just goes to show what our girls are doing. And I I love it for them. I love the fact that they're being rewarded right now for the lumps that we took last year and then the work they've put in so far this season. So I'm excited for it. I mean, I'm trying to spend as much time as I possibly can getting them prepared because I want to put them in the best situation possible because they earn it and they deserve that. Well, after the Carl Junction Trumpet, Nevada does have another game to play before we visit again next Wednesday. I don't know how much time you actually spend on it, but uh, if any, but uh, uh, make the road trip over to southeast Kansas uh, next Tuesday. Girl boy doubleheader against the uh, Lady Dragons of Pittsburgh High School. Uh, you did see him a year ago, but uh, so what do you remember out of that, and what do you know about him at this point, if anything? Uh, a year ago, they had a, a couple senior guards and then that really big post player inside. You know, they're out due to graduation, and so uh, we put him this summer, and I don't think he was full full roster during the summer uh you know i i want to say we end up beating him by maybe 15 or 18 during the summer uh but that doesn't that doesn't show what what they're going to have during the season and who's going to show up so 
Uh, honestly, I haven't looked at them. Uh, I just try to remember what they had last year. Uh, Kansas actually just started a couple weeks ago, right. and then I think it was maybe even last night. This uh, is their first week for games. Well, right? they didn't even they didn't even have a jamboree. They right. just had a. Actually, uh, they don't play. They don't start games until next week. Yeah, yeah they, next week. Yeah. They uh, they they just had a purple and white scrimmage the other night and so clearly they're not going to show film of that yeah. <laughs> and we weren't able to scout it obviously because we were in the carl junction tournament but uh i, I think maybe this week uh, friday i think is whenever kansas a lot of kansas schools are starting mm-hmm. uh, i talked to the gerard coach last night over in carl junction uh he was scouting them and said that they play uh their first game was on friday okay. and so there are a few there are a few weeks behind us uh so you know that's probably gonna be i think that's my we might be the uh, pittsburgh's first game and so you know we'll have four under our belt we just got to show up and continue to play Lady Tiger basketball. And, uh, you know, they run a lot of pick-and-roll offense. And so we got to be prepared for that, talk on that. We're going to jump trap that stuff. And so uh, we just got to be organized. And, and on our defensive end, I, I feel like overall we're really getting the job done. And so uh, super proud of our girls. And, you know, just one game at a time. And we got the championship game on Thursday. And then we'll, we'll definitely try to look into Pittsburgh. But, uh, you know, right now just – Focusing on that and putting our girls in the best situation possible. And you are right on the Friday thing because the boys are hosting Frontenac yep. on Friday. So yeah, that so they are getting underway this weekend. We'll see uh, about Pittsburgh when we see them next Tuesday down at their place. Again, that is a girl-boy doubleheader. Be a few more people there than the last time we were there. I hope Pittsburgh. so. I mean, that gym was dead one. <laughs> that is the quietest place oh, I've man. ever yeah. been in my life to do. Again, no fault of their own. It's just the restrictions. They yeah, have. the was, restrictions. I mean, we yeah. didn't even have a jump ball I to start the game. I could being hurt in that place. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah, I was worried about it, too. We were spaced out. I mean, you could literally hear a pin drop in the middle of a basketball game. And so, you know, with that being said, we got to be able to create our own energy in that atmosphere. But, you know, hopefully we can get, like I said, back to, to some, some norm here. And, and our girls, I mean, they just – we want that. We want that for our kids. We don't want to continue to, to be in this and, and distance. And, I mean, families, family first. And so we got we to gotta be able to get back into that. And, uh, once again, these young kids, they, they deserve that. Absolutely. Well, you're off to a good start. 3-0. and Go get another one tomorrow. And uh, hopefully next week we're talking about a tournament championship. But uh, we know it's going to be a good challenge uh, tomorrow night. So win or lose, we've had a good week. And uh, look forward to see how it comes out tomorrow night. Absolutely. Super proud of them. And you just saying, hopefully, you know, championship, champion, uh, winning that championship, I, I just got chills over my body. So uh, my the hair on the back of my neck standing up, I, I love it. And, and, you know, and I want that for our girls. But, you know, whatever happens, happens. We, we just got to come out and play our basketball, the, the style that we want. And, and and I think we can and win or lose super proud and, and love this, love this, love the girls and love this program. Well, we'll see you there tomorrow night and back here next week. Absolutely. Thank you, Mike, so much. Nevada girls basketball coach Blake Howarth. When we come back, we'll switch to the boys side. Head coach Sean Gray comes in after this timeout on Tiger Talk.